It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kurt. And I'm Steve. And Steve, today is advertised. We're going to give our top choices for Halloween movies, right? Or creepy movies, yeah, scary Yeah, movies. I kind of went a little bit around, just a little bit, but yeah, it's kind of. I did too. Well, then it's not the top choices. Right. <laughs> no, it's the anti-choices. Continuing with our Halloween theme tonight, we're going to do our movies. Yeah, we're going to talk about the movies you can watch. And I kind of went, tried to get a little obscure. Not obscure, but things I haven't talked about before. Well, mine was more or less, is the sequel better than the original? Which is always a good question. Yes. And I think I picked out four that are. Oh, that are better than the original? Better than the original. Oh, this is going to be challenging. Okay. So, why don't you start? Give us your first pick for the, is the sequel better than the original? Well, you know, dealing with uh, vampires, which I consider very well, right. very much I like. Well, you're an expert on uh, Blade 2. Blade 2. Better than Blade 1. Is it really? I believe it is. How come? If you remember, in Blade 1, the end of, of Blade 1 was stupid. When it got all the super vampires together, and he became a big blob. Dumb. Dumb, if you remember. That was. And if and in Blade 2, if you remember, Del Toro did it. So yeah, it's yeah. gotta be good. It's got some it's got some um um well known people in too, Blade Two. Mm-hmm. Besides Snipes, it's got uh, Ron Pierman, mm-hmm. who is Hellboy. Hellboy, yeah. The original Hellboy, not that new Hellboy. Right, yeah, no, he's the he's the, the OG. Hellboy. And I bet you didn't remember this. Norman Reedus is in it. No, no, I didn't remember Yeah, Norman that. Reedus plays kind of like Whistler. Oh, does he? In this one, yeah. You know, I don't remember that. Yeah, I didn't either until I looked it up. Mm, I don't remember that. But I do remember that it was, for me, better. If you remember, and just in the second one, Blade works with other vampires mm-hmm. to kill offbeat, not offbeat, Blade works with other vampires to kill mutant vampires. Right. So. Right. I like the Blade movies, but Blade 2, I believe, is better than Blade 1. Just because the ending of Blade 1 was horrible. That's the truth. I I remember look, when I was watching Blade, and when it when it ended, I thought, what? 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 Wait a minute. Maybe I misunderstood. You know what I mean? I was trying to make sense of it. Couldn't make any sense of it. And the reason I couldn't make any sense of it is because it didn't make any sense. Little <laughs> did I know. Now, I could have swore in Blade Two, Ryan Reynolds was in it, but he's not. He must be in the third one. Isn't he a, a, a hunter also? I think in the third one they have normal hunters in yeah. Blade. This one here's got vampires that are hunting. That yeah, are hunting in, with Blade. You know, I don't know, but it's funny you say that because. This is Del Toro, right? Yes. And you remember in The Strain that they had those vampires that were hunting yeah. the vampires. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. That's right. That was the guys that were like equipped like a SWAT team. Remember? Yes. 
and uh, and they were in there hunting vampires. So he kind of repeated that same kind of theme. Now, my second one is Cloverfield. The second one, Ten Cloverfield Lane. If you remember Cloverfield, which uh, was one of my favorites, that was shot with a handheld camera, and the monster was as big as buildings. Remember. If you go to the second one, it's almost like a brand new movie. You don't oh, even yeah. know if there's a monster in it. Right. You're thinking John Goodman's got uh, Mary Elizabeth Winston mm-hmm. in a bomb shelter. Oh, yeah. And you're not even sure, even to the end of the movie, when she gets out of the bomb shelter. You don't know, you don't whether, know what's going on. Whether those guys made it up in Cloverfield. <laughs> right, right, right. One and did a movie. But uh, I think Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane is a lot better than Cloverfield. Really? Yes. I, it's I, more of a psych, uh, psychological Well, that's true. Movie. I actually liked Clover. I know a lot of people didn't. I know the guy had the handheld camera, had the longest battery life of any camera ever. Yeah. His camera is basically indestructible. I know. But, and I did say, I remember reviewing it on a on a on a blog years ago and I did say that what if I had to think of anything negative about it, it was the ridiculousness of them traipsing through the city to go save that girl, remember? Yeah. I mean that was just ridiculous. Yes. Uh but I kinda liked it though. I don't know if I liked it better. That's a good question whether Ten Cloverfield Lane is better. Um that's a good one. That's a good toss-up. I, I really think that. Because they're so different. Yeah. If you didn't see Cloverfield, you saw 10 Cloverfield Lane, you would not know that there were monsters out there. Right. You no, would that think was good. Goodman is just goofy. Right. Until she escapes. Remember, gets in the car and that big boom. <laughs> yeah. down. That was. I really enjoyed that. A lot of people have a problem with this Cloverfield universe, but and I you like know who, it. You know who did 10 Cloverfield Lane? Abrams. Oh, yeah. So you oh, know yeah. It's good. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's good. Well, he's good. Okay, so what do you have next? The next one, I think the sequel is better. Now, this is a legend of a movie Godzilla. Nope. Oh. Night of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah. You know, it. Okay, so now wait. I have to ask you which. You're talking about the immediate sequel. I'm talking about. A sequel. Okay. Okay, which is Dawn of the Dead in 1984. The reason I like Dawn of the Dead, and I think it's a better sequel, is from the very, very beginning. When that daughter gets that disease and runs after her mom. Yeah, the girl next door. She's from next door. Yeah, next door. That's right. And they know right away, this bitch is crazy. Oh, yeah, something's going down. Something's going down. Yeah. And um, it just, to me, The Night of the Living Dead, I mean, I know it's a classic, but I'm not really sure if I'd watch it again if it came on TV. It right. drags out and on. I mean, you, you, you pretty much, I understand it's from 68. I understand the special effects are horrible. I understand all that. But it just kind of, I think I would watch Dawn of the Dead like if it came on night, just to see, you know, the girl. Right. Just to see the car wrecks in the beginning when yeah. people are going crazy and they're going after people. Well, it definitely has the best opening of the yeah. last few 
But Night mm-hmm. of the Living Dead is just... They don't even look like zombies, really. Well, but here's what's always hard. And and I always take issue with some of the people. Like, there's a there's a reviewer online that asks if movies hold up. Well, and this one is the perfect example. It's, it's really hard to, to look at Night of the Living Dead or anything then. You have to think that there was nothing else like nothing. this at the time. Nothing. But now, fast forward, you know, 20, 30 years, it looks kind of hokey. But at the time, you had never seen anything like that, you well, know. Well, yeah, I agree with you on that with today's present rising out of the grave zombies. But I saw a movie the other no, day. No, no, no. I just mean movies in general. I just mean in general. It, the special effects are better. Oh, the yeah, yeah, the yeah, cinematography yeah, yeah. is yeah, better. Yeah. Everything is so much better that it's hard to say, well, this one is better than... I mean, you take a look at something like uh, uh, a Hitchcock movie. Well, now that you've seen a hundred directors rip off Hitchcock, yeah. when you look at a movie, you don't go, oh, man, that's a great shot. Because it's like, well, that's just normal now. You know? I just... If we just lay them face value, right? I'm not really a big fan of Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. It's just not a movie that, when it comes on TV, I'm like, "Oh, Night of the Living Dead's on." I'm watching. Right. I'm sitting down and watching. Right. I think Dawn of the Dead. I mean, it's got uh, Dick Ving Rhames. Yeah. I mean, he plays a great part. And so is uh man. I forgot his real name, but the dad on Modern Family. I forgot yeah, his real name. Yeah. Can't yeah. Think of it right now. Yeah, he's kind of a puss. Yeah. 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 yeah, remember when the girl gives birth to the, the oh, little, yeah. the little zombie? Yeah, that was Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah, the father. Yeah, yes. there's some good, there's some good people yeah, in that. I mean, yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, oh, I, I love the show. Yeah. I love that movie. And the idea of going first thing they do is they go into a shop mall, lock it up, and go to the gun store. Right, makes a lot of sense. Right, right. You know, it makes a lot of sense. And they almost have like a little community in there. Yeah. Remember when they wheeled the big fat lady in in the wheelbarrow <laughs> and she just went kind of crazy. But that I think that is okay. My my favorite. <laughs> I mean, I've seen both movies, but my favorite one of horror movies that the sequel's better. Mm-hmm. The Devil's Rejects. Have you seen The Devil's Rejects? Oh, yeah. You saw House of a Thousand Corpses. I couldn't understand what was going on in that. In The Devil Rejects, I knew exactly what was going on. You know, I've seen those and I like them, but I'm not a big fan of them. But I, I can totally agree with you on that one. Yeah. it's you know? uh, that, that movie makes sense. Yeah. And there's some great scenes in it. It really is. Great scenes. What's that, um, that dude just died, too, Sid. Yeah. Yeah, he just died. Um, Karen Black's in that. Yeah, oh, of course. She gets killed too in that by the she sheriff. She used to be the one. Yeah, it was always. In if those you movies. haven't seen The Devil's Rejects, there's certain scenes you have to see. You have to see when they go buy a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. That is one of the classic scenes. But you know, mm-hmm. I actually met Captain Spaulding. I actually met Captain Spaulding. Where? Down at uh, Gatlinburg, he was signing autographs really? in front of the uh, um, Ripley's. Believe it or not, did you get one? Did you get an autograph? I got one from my daughter. She was a big House of a Thousand Corpses fan. 
Wow. And I got and That's I got her an autograph. Yeah. And you know Captain Spaulding name originates from um I don't know this. I I'm gonna tell you. Captain Spaulding was uh, Groucho Marx oh, in a movie. Oh, 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 uh, oh. Duck Soup. Yeah, yeah. Captain Spaulding. You told me that yeah. before. I didn't know that. And that's where they took it from. But you told but me that. there's some great shots in Devil's Rejects. It's crazy uh, To me, movie. that I will watch the Devil's Rejects when it comes on all the time. You know, I don't usually watch it when it comes. I've seen it several times, but it's not a, uh, a st- one I stop on. You know what I mean? Got to be in the mood for it. I just like it. Because it's rough. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's rough. There's no doubt. Oh, it's a scene. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the other one that I had on here, I said I wasn't going to mention, but I will. This you is have the, to see. This is the most confusing. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Frankenstein. Uh-huh. The, you could say the remake, or I guess it's a remake. I mean, not a remake, a sequel. Mm-hmm. Is the Bride of Frankenstein? If you've ever seen the Bride of Frankenstein, that is great. I wasn't fired up about the, it. The Bride of Frankenstein beats Frankenstein to death. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, but the only problem is I, you don't realize why Frankenstein's still alive because he got burned up in the castle. Right. Speaking of Frankenstein, you, I know you know the scene that was cut out of Frankenstein. Mm, no, you don't know the scene. Maybe not. If you've seen the the movie Frankenstein. There's a little girl that gives Frankenstein a bouquet of flowers. In the original movie, Frankenstein picks her up and throws her in the lake, and she drowns. They cut it out. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cut that out of the original movie. They thought that was too rough? Too rough at that time. Hmm. You know, not as rough as digging up bodies, putting them together, and bringing them back <laughs> right. to life. But That's what I'm sitting here thinking. You know, the little girl was just a little bit too, yeah. You can find the scene on YouTube where he picks her up mm. and just because she throws flowers in the lake, right? Like to, for him to do it, and he reaches, <laughs> grabs her, and whips her out in the just, lake. Just a misunderstanding. Just a misunderstanding. I mean, did she drown? Did she die? Yeah. Why well, she got to learn how to swim? Yeah. Right. Should have known how to swim by now. Yeah. How old was she? Eight, nine? She should learn how to swim. Yeah, I guess you're a little scared though. <laughs> Although she wasn't scared of me. So the bottom line is. What was yours to recap? Better than the original Blade Two. Yes. What was the other one? Um, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Better than Night of the Living Dead. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Better than better Cloverfield. Cloverfield. The Bride of Frankenstein. Better than Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, and The Devil's Reject. Way better than The House of a Thousand Corpses. But no one can under. Can figure out. I 100 percent agree on that one. House of Thousand Corpses was a me- to me was a mess. It was. I didn't care. It was almost cringeworthy. Some of the scenes. I thought it was a mess, and everybody yeah. was going crazy over it. I just thought it I was didn't a mess. understand it. No, I don't know what's going on. How do I? Know so that is on? my sequels are better than the uh, for Halloween. For Halloween, you can you can watch all of these before you still have time. Yes. Before Halloween. Yes, yes you do. You still have time. I recommend Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, and which it, one is your main recommendation? Oh, my main recommendation? Yeah. If you had to pick one of those. So you got to watch the first one first. Right. So you know which one's better. Right. Well, you can watch 10 minutes of The House of a Thousand Corpses and then watch the full movie of The Devil's Reject. And your assignment is finished. <laughs> That's it. Drop the mic. Drop the mic.
Well, Steve, right here in my hot little hands, I have my list of movies. Now, I did something a little different. What I did is try to pick out movies that are in different types of categories. You'll see what I mean. And this is how I categorize my horror movies. The first one is kind of the tongue-in-cheek monster movie. And, and that one is Grabbers from 2012. Now, I'll read a little bit about it for you here. I have a summary that I put together. A police officer Lisa Nolan comes to Aaron Island, Ireland, to take charge during a colleague's two-week holiday. Simultaneously, bloodthirsty sea-dwelling aliens arrive at the quiet island to propagate. As dead whales wash up on shore and people start disappearing, officers and a few locals slowly discover their peril, along with one sure defense, high blood alcohol levels, which the aliens can't take. So the upshot is they figure out at the peak of these aliens uh, uh, mating, if everybody is drunk, they're safe. Now, they're in ah. Ireland, so they lock down the bar because the whole town can fit in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole town comes and gets thinking fall down drunk so they can be safe against the aliens. And as wacky as it sounds, it's, they play it kind of straight. Of course, if you've seen any movies from Ireland, they always have these weird characters. They have a bunch of weird characters, but it's just enough monster movie and just enough comedy to make it good. It's called Grabbers from 2012, and you can probably find it anywhere. It's, hila- I, I it's think, hilarious. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, I thought you were going to go with Leprechaun. You know, when you went to Ireland, I'm thinking he's going to Leprechaun, which is remember, a funny movie, too. Remember somewhere down south, uh, I don't remember where it was, Alabama, Arkansas, or something, but really people on the street said it was a Leprechaun up in the tree. Oh, and they, yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the deal is with that damn Check leprechaun. it out on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Just leprechaun in the tree. But Grabbers is something else, man. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> I laugh even thinking about it. Um, so my number two is called Come to Daddy from 2019. Now, I'm going to tell you what it's about. And you, and you might say, what's the big deal about that? Okay. So the, the main character's name is Norval. Uh, his life has been difficult. Currently living home with his mother in trouble, the troubled young man is coming off alcohol-related struggles. So when he receives an unexpected letter from his estranged father requesting a visit, visit Norval catches a bus up to his dad's secluded waterfront home. Maybe reconnecting with his father will give Norval the emotional fulfillment he's been lacking. But before long, he notices something's off about his dad. An uneasy feeling triggered by inappropriate comments and a possible overdependence on booze. Now, Pops is crazy. It's all kind of crazy stuff going on. This show turns, it's, it's, it's already dark and gloomy anyway. Uh-huh. And it turns into kind of a bloodbath, kind of. But, I, and I don't want to give anything away, but the main thing that makes this such a shock for me. I watched it with my mouth hanging open. The lead character is Eliza Wood. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the lead. He's the lead actor in this, Eliza Wood. And let me tell you, it is nothing like the Lord of the Rings. Nothing like the Lord of the Rings. No, it almost seems like he thought, "I want to go to the other end of the spectrum of Lord of the Rings," and that's why I watched it because 
when I clicked on it, I thought, well, that's Elijah Wood. And this says, like, thriller, suspense. And I said, oh, I got to check this out. And, man. It was on Netflix? When I watched it, it was on Netflix. Man, called Come to Daddy. Oh, <laughs> it is something else. Really? Yes. And I'm the whole times I'm whole time I'm watching, I'm like, Elijah Wood never making never making another uh Lord of no, the Rings. No. He had enough of that. All right. So one of my favorite is uh favorite types of horror movies that are these ones where everybody's isolated, right? I like that. Like they're stuck on a boat or you know, stuck in a log cabin and it's not that many people in the in the yeah. show. I like yeah. those. So here's one that I stumbled on. I remember stumbling on this one. Literally, it was on the floor, and I stumbled on it. It's from 2009. It's called Night Train, and it stars Danny Glover and Lily Sobiski. You know Lily Sobiski? If I showed you a picture yeah, of her, yeah, you know Yeah, show me a picture. All right, two passengers and a conductor, conductor discover that a person has passed away under Night Train cabin. They come across a valuable, valuable diamonds on this person that they want to keep for themselves. So to make it look like the man never boarded the train, they conspire to dump his body in the river that the train passes. Their scheme to get rid of the corpse escalates to the point where they have to chop up his body and fit him into a small trunk. Then they become paranoid and they thinking to each other turn on each other. It's a little bit more to it than that. It's kind of got a mystery aspect to it, kind of got a other world aspect to it. But I was shocked because Danny Glover was in it, you know? Yeah. I turn to look at this thing and I see Danny Glover and I'm like, oh, this ought to be interesting. I see Night Train, but I didn't think it was going to be like this. Right. It's kind of a um, Hitchcock type. There's only 12 people on a train who done it. You know, it's one of those. I like those movies. This one is a good one. I agree. This one is a good one. Um, And, uh, and of course, Lily Sobiski, who used to be in everything she was in this and then she disappeared and i looked her up a couple years ago and she just stopped acting she just wanted to raise her kids which is okay which is kind of a shame that she left because she was really good she's really good in this but when i see danny glover and that's two people you don't think of you know headlining danny glover and lily sabisky you know but yeah it's called night train from 2009 you ought to look that one up if you like that whodunit Limit, kind of a mysterious thing. You should watch that is one. It, it's uh, good. Is, is this classified as a horror movie? More creepy or shocking than it is. Right. I mean, it's horror. not like uh, no, no alien. Agatha Christie. No, it's not like that. Okay. It's a little darker than Agatha Christie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are kind of light, but no, this is a little little creepier, which is good. Okay, I, yeah, I I forgot who she was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my next one, this was like a little art house film. Okay. My category. Now, I went to see this movie, and it was like four people in the movie theater. Where did you see it at? The Esquire? Yes. And we were all kind of staring. Yeah, we were all kind of staring at each other afterwards like, man, that was different. Anyway, it's called Raw from 2016. Raw, that's the name of it. Now, R-A-W? R-A-W. Raised as a rigorous vegetarian, doe-eyed freshman Justine is sent off to a reputable saint, I can't pronounce it, veterinary school where the black 
where the black sheep of the family, her sister, is already studying. So her sister's in this vet- veterinary school. She goes and hooks up with her sister. As she leaves the family home, Justine abruptly moves into a mad new world, strange traditions and vicious initiation tests. She will have to chew over her unshakable herbivorous beliefs. More and more, as Justine descends deeper and deeper into a world of uncharted animalistic tendencies and unprecedented and equally morbid craving for raw meat will transform her into something she has never expected. So the bottom line is, her and her sister are vegetarians and they're fighting this craving for raw meat. Now, I don't mean they go to the store and get raw meat. I don't mean they just shop and buy raw meat. No. They want raw meat, all right, like maybe from a person that's alive. (laughs) So they're not Mm. just going to buy. So I'm watching this thing because I heard so much about it. And it's like a – it's French. It's like a typical French art house movie. And then it just starts going and going and going because I on purpose didn't read a lot about it. Right. Um, It's different for sure. But if you want your art house indie flick – this Halloween, this is the one. This is the one, <laughs> one to watch. And then when the reveal happens at the end, you're just like, "All right, I'm done. That's it." <laughs> you, you know, I had had enough by then, and I don't mean that in a negative way. But oh man, it's 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 worth taking a look at if you can find it. It's hard to find. Have you ever heard of that one? No. All right, my my last one. Not to be confused with the least, and no, I'm not going to go through all of them. A lot of you probably familiar with this. All right, everybody knows who James Wan is. Now, I have argued that this is probably one of his better films. It's an old one. It's from 2007. I'm sure everybody knows James Wan did The Conjuring, Saw, Aquaman. He did. He's even doing a new one, a new uh, imagining of I Know What You Did Last Summer, right? Not too. He, not too. Me either. You can do it one time. Right. And of course he did Annabelle, the nun, Insidious. We all know who he is. He has one from 2007 called Dead Silence. You ever seen that? I'm not sure. So there's this woman named Mary Shaw. She's a ventriloquist. She went mad in the 40s. She was accused of kidnapping a young boy who yelled out in one of her performances that she was a fraud. Because of this, she was hunted down by townspeople who, in the ultimate act of revenge, cut her tongue out and then killed her. They buried her alongside with her children, which are her dolls, a handmade collection of vaudeville dolls, and assumed they had silenced her forever. However, the town has been plagued by mysterious deaths around around them after Mary Shaw's collection has returned from the graves and have come to seek revenge on the people that killed her. That's the basic setup of this. But this movie is not only, just like James Wan's other movies, all of the characters are developed. You're not looking at what you think you're looking at. It sounds like a very simple, scary movie, but it's really not. It really takes a a, a big turn, uh, a James Wan-type turn, not like a gimmick turn. I think M. Night Shyamalan yeah, does those gimmicks. Yeah, yeah, not like yeah. a gimmick turn, but a real honest-to-goodness turn. And... It's really good and really creepy. I stumbled on it by accident. I like those those creepy ventriloquist dummies. Uh, you know, I got a, several of them around the yeah, house. Uh-huh. And um, so I picked it out, watched it, and I thought, man, that's really good. I even looked up back then to see who the guy was that 
did it, and it was James Wan, who in 2007 hadn't started popping really yet. But uh, that's why that's what made me follow him. But for me, that's one of his better films. It kind of gets lost with Annabelle, you know, The Conjuring and all that. When you think of James Wan, that's yeah, what you think right, of. Right, right, right. But Dead Silence from 2007 is really one to go back and take a look at. So is it, did the puppets come back and... Yeah, that's all I'll tell you, what I read, because I don't want to ruin I, it. I'm kind of confused it. with it, because when they cut her tongue out, but you don't need a tongue, right? The puppets do all the talking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you just yeah, slap you some just, wood together, just, and they just talk. You just sit them on your lap and put your hand in yeah, their you mouth, and they there. talk. Well, so my I'll list, have to check that out. You should. It's good. My list is Grabbers, Come to Daddy, Night Train, Raw, and Ed silence now i have one more this is a bonus oh now this is going to sound bizarre when i tell you but i always tell you that i like god damn it's hot in here (laughs) i always tell you that i like um documentaries because nothing is as scary as real life stuff what people do to each other well now this is going to surprise you because you've seen this movie yeah and you probably never looked at it like this this movie is called Three Identical Strangers from 2018. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Remember the triplets were separated at birth, yep. and then they found out that they all knew each other. They were on talk shows. They were in a video with Madonna. Remember? It was yep. all yep. happy-go-lucky. But do you remember why they were separated? That dark story behind that, which is the creepiest shit I've ever seen. Wait a second. I, you're going to have to explain I don't. I'll tell you all fair because okay. I don't want to ruin it for no. anybody. But when you watch this documentary, when you look at it, you think, oh, this is about these three guys. And it was. Separated at birth. They all find out that they're brothers. Remember? I do remember. They have a big reunion. They're the talk of the uh, – this was back in the day when all these talk shows were on, Oprah and all of them. Remember they were on there. Yeah. They found out how much alike each one of them were. And they were, the like I said, they were in Madonna's video where she walks past him when she's going in a building or something. And it was all good. Now, when I'm watching this, they tell that entire story in like 20 minutes. Yeah. And I go, what are they going to talk about the rest? And then they get into why they were separated. And I think I was the only one in the movie theater thinking, this is is scarier than any movie I've ever seen. (laughs) Good God. So, you know one good thing you can do with this movie? If your significant other doesn't like creepy horror movies or anything, you can say, hey, let's watch this documentary. Yeah. They can watch the, and then when it takes the turn, you're like, it's a horror movie. Now I'm watching a horror movie. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they, they'll, they'll be into it. Oh, they'll, they'll be into it. Yeah, they want to know what happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's It'll the creepy scene, part. Man. Oh, it's a scene. <laughs> well, as we record this, it's Sunday. So by the time you hear this, the Bengals will have even beaten the Ravens or lost to the Ravens. I'm saying we're going to beat the Ravens. I'm saying we're going to win, too. But Steve and I are on our way to a grand Bengal party Uh, celebration. This is going to be the biggest one in the city, probably. If they beat the Ravens, they're for real. If they beat the Ravens, they're for real. So we are going to cut it short because we have to make prep. we got to get in game prep. Yeah. You know, we got to put on a makeup. Yeah. We got to do all that stuff. 
Well, Steve puts on makeup every day, but yeah, I mean, I only day. put on orange and black. I put my shoes on, my heels, <laughs> yeah, right. everything. Everything. So I think it's an easy answer to what have we learned today. Here's the, first, here's the second thing we learned. You have to watch these movies. Grabbers, Come to Daddy, Night Train, Raw, and Dead Silence. But the first thing we learned is some... The first thing we learned is some sequels are better than the original. Yes. And which ones are those, Steve? The sequels that are better than the originals are The Devil's Rejects over The House of a Thousand Corpses, Dawn of the Dead over Night of the Living Dead, Blade 2 over the original Blade, 10 Cloverfield Lane instead of Cloverfield, over Cloverfield, I should say. And The Bride of Frankenstein is way better than The Frankenstein. I don't think it gets any simpler than that. That's it. That's it. We got no more to say. We got no more to say. So we're going to thank everybody. One thing we're going to do before we go is we're going to teach Steve how to put his phone on vibrate because apparently his phone doesn't do that. Mine doesn't. When I walk in the studio, mine goes on vibrate right away. But... So we're going to wrap up. We're going to thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for following. Del Toro calling. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why we keep it on. Oh, man, you know that he has that one coming out. Isn't it him? Uh, Antler? Isn't that Del Toro? Oh, I can't wait to see that one. Yeah. We'll have to to see that one and then talk about that one because I've been waiting on this one for a long time. But thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for following us on social media. You know how to reach us by now. So please do that and support all indie podcasts. Not just this one. Support all indie podcasts. And you didn't do a five pin. No, I didn't. We'll have uh, to get it next week. Yeah, I didn't. I have a couple in there, uh, but we will definitely do that uh, uh, next week. I'll have a bunch of them. All right, so thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Kurt. I'm Steve. Thanks, everybody.